What's up, lovely ladies, and welcome to Talk Your Shit, Sis. This podcast is a place for women, especially my melanated queens, wanting to learn more about mental health and self-healing. Each Sunday, I, your host, Shamika Lisette, mental health advocate and certified spiritual life coach, will be sharing tips and advice to help you begin your healing from within. If you desire to live a life of genuine peace and happiness, then this is the place for you. Join me and my guests as we dive into topics on lifestyle, healing, and everything mental health to help you unlock that genuine love you've been searching for from within. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Talk Your Shit, Sis. Y'all know me. I'm your host, Shamika Lissette. Welcome back to all my previous listeners and also a warm welcome to all my new ones. So before we get into the show, I want to start by saying today was a good Sunday. It was very productive, 10 out of 10. I got my laundry done, um, did some editing, all that stuff. So definitely had a good Sunday and I hope um, y'all day or y'all Sunday is going good too. Before we start the show, I want to start with um, your affirmation of the day. And this affirmation is really good because I feel like um, it goes hand in hand with the topic that we're talking about today. So the affirmation is, I am becoming a better version of myself each day. I give myself space to grow and learn. Again, I am becoming a better version of myself each day. I give myself space to grow and learn. So if you guys need to write that down, write it down. If you need to repeat it to yourself, repeat it. But I feel like this affirmation is really good for instilling that every day is a new day. You know, we have the chance to redo every day. Give yourself that space. Give yourself that um, moment you need to recoup and come back. So, ladies, the topic for today is inner growth. This is an important topic to me because I feel like every day we grow in as people. We even, even as a kid, you know, when you're growing up, you're watching your kids grow. Or as a kid, you grew up and you're learning new things every day, even as an adult. Every time you make a mistake and you learn from that mistake, you are growing. So that's why I feel like this is a very important topic to talk about. And before we begin, as I said, we have a guest on the show today. So I'm going to do a little introduction to our guest. Germany Brown is joining us to talk about inner growth and just a little introduction on Germany. Um, Germany is a mother before anything else. She is also a motivational speaker and a mindset coach. She also has her own podcast um, called Germination. I will drop the link in the bio if you guys want to tune into her after you listen to this podcast. But that's one of the many reasons why I brought Germany onto the show because I love her podcast. I love what she talks about. Um, I just love how she talks about reframing the mindset and, you know, just growth and all of that, you know, tell us her own stories on growth. So... Germany, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself and let us know a little bit about you. Okay. Hi, Shamika. Hi, Shamika's audience. It's amazing to be here today. She really summed me up like pretty well. I love that what you do here and just a little bit about myself. I'm Germany. My brand is Germination and I'm a mom first, but they are the inspiration behind Germination. My children, me as a big sister, I have literally, you know, chose to take something that I was so passionate in life about 
and turn it into something that meant growth for me or meant elevation for me um, and still incorporate my, myself in that. So with germination, it's a place where we plant seeds in the mind, body, and soul to help you grow. And that's my slogan. And so I can do that from all of any type of way, from parenting, financial, career, uh, emotional health. It's just like just little nuggets in life that I share with every, that sh it shares with many people as possible. Um, because I know that we're all going through the same things. I am a mom first, like um, like Shamika said. I um, what some of the things that I love to do. I love nature. I love to read books. You're gonna catch me reading. I'm like a big nerd, basically. <laughs> I'm a big nerd, <laughs> and so I, those are some of the things that I actually love to do. I am a mindset coach. I'm loving that journey, by the way. Um, and I do teach people how to reprogram their minds to live the life that they desire. Because at this point in life, it's just time to just just be done with the things that aren't serving us. And so, yeah. And so, I felt like it's just that time to just learn how to do the work that we need to do. And I feel like sometimes other people don't have access neither do they want to go find the access but I do and so I'll just choose to bring that access or bring that tool to everyone yeah so, so as we said um Germany has a podcast and I listened to um so the inspiration behind this um episode is from one of the episodes of your podcast episode 19 mm -hmm. and so on your podcast you talked about growth and you talked about your own growth and how you know other people can grow from the things that, you know, they've had going on in their life and stuff. So um, you mentioned in your podcast, and I love this um, quote, because um, you said, doing things from a place of force leads to breakage. And I love that because I feel like in this time, we force a lot of stuff. We force relationships. We force um, career options. We force, we just ha have a tendency to force stuff. And um, so my question to you is, have you experienced a time where you forced something or something might not have went the way you wanted it to because, you know, you forced it? Okay, so your podcast is a safe space. I love your podcast. Thank and you. I know, I, know, I know how open, you know, and vulnerable that this space can be. So I feel super comfortable sharing what I'm about to share because I, I, I'm a pretty deep, like, open person and vulnerable. So I, I feel comfortable. I appreciate so that. The, the place that really, to be so honest, that I feel like I forced is personal development. And I want to say that I forced personal development. Sometimes I still do. Uh, I'm learning that. But I forced it so much to where I do feel like that I overwhelmed myself with personal development, if that makes any sense. So I was basically reading all the books, watching all the podcasts. Yeah. Watching, and when I say drowning myself, <laughs> I mean drowning myself. Like, I mean going to sleep with it, eating with it, going to work. And I'm not listening to music. That's all I'm listening to is a podcast or audio book or something motivational. Um, I'm watching TED Talk. I'm doing, like, I'm literally drowning myself. I'm reading books. I'm joining different types of programs, like business programs. I'm trying to work on credit. I'm literally, like, trying to do a whole bunch of stuff um, at one time. And so what happened was I forced my growth. 
And all of those things were going to eventually happen in my life. Uh, and I have full faith now that all of those things were going to happen in my life if I didn't force them. But today I have the understanding back then I felt like I was running out of time because I felt like that my expectation was, oh, I should have already had this information. Yes. I should have already did this stuff. So I'm behind. I need to catch up. That's how I was feeling. I was I was in a sense of urgency. And you'll hear a lot of people in self-development and personal development talk about urgency and how you just really this is urgent that you do these things because your life is counting on it you have this time and you know time is something that a precious commodity something that we can't get back you yeah. know anything else where we can get back we can't get back time so in my mind i need to get this growth i need to learn what i need to learn and in all of this sense like it's good yeah. to be like yeah. you know it gives you this drive but what this is how i know i forced it I knew I forced it because my family was starting to be affected by the things that I was learning, meaning that I was expecting other people to be like the things that I was learning when they weren't even ready to be at those places or nor if they were, they probably weren't even there. So I was, I was basically, um, I was basically uh, judging. I can say that judging is a good word for everyone for being in the, for thinking that they should be where I was learning, uh, what I was learning about, yeah. if that makes sense. Or even where I was, you know, was at. Um, but I felt like I wasn't even there yet. I'm still learning it. I'm still new. So how dare I actually try to implement this on any anybody else when I'm still learning it, you know? So I can see how it it kind of, you know, they say too much of one thing yeah. is yeah. You know, not that good. So that's how I say that. It, and it caused me to break. And I would say it caused like a certain types of my relationships to kind of have some edgy, you know, storm moments. Um, and I also can say that my health played a part in it too, because I was doing so much of it that I really, that's all I was thinking about. Like all I was thinking about to, sometimes I would go without sleep. Sometimes I would go without like eating. Cause I'm, I, when I say I was taking it to work with me, <laughs> on my lunch breaks, yeah. I was not barely eating cause I'm too busy trying to just get soak my, drown myself. Yeah. And development. Mm -hmm. And that's real. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I feel, I feel you on that heavy because you know what, when I first started my personal development, I start, I could say I really start personal development about two years ago and in my blog I mentioned up in a post um before two years I didn't really start personal development because I didn't think I needed to develop for anything I thought this is me and this was who that was my go-to saying if you didn't like me oh well that's me you know you don't have to deal with me and so just recently two years ago as I started doing my own personal development and stuff it was like um like you said, it was consuming. It was very consuming. And um, just to bring in off of a piggyback off of my um, last episode, being an HSP, that's something that you have to deal with is mm -hmm. you take on things to the head and you go full force and you want yeah. to just, you get consumed by it. So you just put your all into it and you, you know, you just keep going. And I feel like I had that same struggle with mine. And in turn with me, it was more of, I expected I didn't really like, okay, so I, as I was developing, I expected people to be on the same train as me. So if, if say today, um, you know, developing my boundaries and you breaking my boundaries, I was going to the extreme where, oh, I can't mess with you no anymore. And yeah. I had to take a step back and realize that, okay, y you can go slow. Not everybody on the same train as you, not yeah. everybody, you know, it's yeah. okay to, you know, gradually grow. So I'm, I am definitely glad that you opened up and let us know that. Um, also, 
Um, in terms of growth, um, Newton's law, every action has an opposite and equal reaction. Can you talk about that a little bit, um, just with growth and how do you feel that, you know, the actions in your life can dictate whether you grow? So say, for instance, you are, you know, a lazy person or a procrastinator, basically, because I feel like laziness is in turn of procrastination. We are only lazy because we procrastinate things that we don't really find interesting to us. So in terms of that, how do you, how would you say that your actions can inhibit your growth? Inhibit growth? Oh, wow. Okay. So, man, your actions. I, I can go so many different ways with this. Um, and the way that I'm actually thinking about as far as action-wise and how things can inhibit growth is when you're in certain levels of life. And what I mean by that, I mean it's like being in survival mode. So in survival mode, I had to basically give actions or do things that were conducive to like what mode or what area I was living in. So I had yeah. to, my actions had to match that I needed my basic needs met, right? Yeah. So that means that I wasn't really paying attention to self-love. You know, I wasn't paying attention yeah. to um, like really kind of building relationships mm -hmm. because I'm too, I'm too busy trying to make sure my children can eat, making sure that I have a car, making sure that I have a home. And those actions for of such a long time they did help me in the basic need the survival the survival way but when it came time to elevate when it came time to just basically be kind of done with survival mode i was inching my way out of it i'm starting to get into this liminal space this transitional space this middle space i talk about it so much because that middle space is where you don't really know what to do Yes. So in my actions in this middle space, I didn't have any guidance, right? I didn't know what to do. And I so I basically just kind of went into this downward spiral. I kind of went into like a, almost kind of like a depression. I would say a mini, a mild episode of depression. And I didn't want to do anything. I didn't get up, but I didn't have anybody pushing me. I didn't yes. have nobody like saying, Germany, get up and, you know, go get in the shower or make sure you do these things. The only thing... I, would, I didn't have anybody physically pushing me, but the only thing that motivated me was the fact that I have children yeah. and I have to make sure that my children are taken care of and they have a well and healthy, sustainable mom that gives them the tools they need because these childhood years aren't coming back. Exactly. I have what I need to instill while they're children because these are time you can't get time back. So action. How does my action, my action inhibited my growth by stopping me from, I was in the act of being depressed. I was being depressed. I was not doing anything. That stopped me from growing. That stopped me from learning anything. I didn't pick up a book to read. I didn't, uh, I didn't even really want to eat. I was making sure my kids and stuff ate, but that made me just in this, in this mode. But there was another action that ended up happening, which is the action of just taking, taking action of learning i say learning is an action that's definitely an action word and when my curiosity the my level of curiosity actually i would say it's probably one of my biggest strengths because i want to i'm so curious about things that i go and i seek them and i did it even when i fell down and i came across uh, uh tons of self-help books that made me put in the action in certain areas that helped me 
get out of a depressed like that depressed state yeah they, it's those little bit of things like just listening to you know the compound effect listening to think grow rich by napoleon hill listening to girl wash your face by rachel hollis um listening trent shelton love him like love listen to him yes he's a self-help coach you know and basically when i say almost say drowning myself i i feel like that was the moment that i was drowning myself i was trying to get out of that depressive state so i was hurrying up trying to like oh i i need to hurry up and get out of this state i was learning these things but even though i kind of hurted myself from doing it too much i helped myself in another way because those things stay in my subconscious i literally repeatedly i'm telling you i repeatedly did this over and over and over to the point to where now if i hear it somewhere else even though i heard it here first it clicks yeah and when it clicks i'm like oh okay now i can go this way you know yeah, or i can yeah. guide it here but it took for that breakage you know what we talked about in the beginning yeah look for that breakage to happen in order for the growth to happen and so that's the beautiful thing about growth and i love how you said it in one of your episodes or your intro you talked about it being messy i think it was one of your first episodes you talked about how growth growth is a messy thing it's not easy and that's yeah. exactly what i went through an uneasy uh, like a, it just was tough to yeah. go and i didn't get the lessons in the moment but now speaking to you and even helping other people with my brand and everything i understand that it all was a lesson and that's always the biggest the bigger picture when you can just yes. learn grow and get the wisdom so yeah see and i love that you said that it's all just a lesson because really growing is a lesson and mm -hmm. even as adults we don't make mistakes we don't know the answers to life you know it, we're still learning the same way our kid is learning and just allowing the same way you allow your kids to learn and grow and, and learn from the mistakes we have to allow ourselves to do that and you also mentioned about um your needs i love that you mentioned about your needs because maslow's hierarchy of needs is basically a chart that says what's your needs from and it goes from you know the basic needs um food the necessities food water um all of that and then it goes up into your support system that's a big need you know just all of that and it's like as you people as people begin to grow we have to be able to look at the different aspects of growth which is you know every single need am i being are my needs being met in every way am i being are my needs being met supportively am i getting the proper nutrition that i need am i getting the proper sleep that i need you know you can't neglect your body you have to listen to your body mm -hmm. and your body tells you like i said your body will tell you when yes your your brain is like a sponge and your mind is like a vessel whatever you feed your mind and whatever you know that is what you put out into the world so with that being said i feel like that relate to spiritual growth a lot and i am a big avid believer in spiritual growth because a lot of people get twisted about what spiritual growth actually is and so a short definition spiritual growth is essentially grounding yourself becoming one with yourself and you know you are becoming one with understanding your needs you are becoming one with understanding your mind understanding your thinking and from there, once you can understand all of that, you can reframe your mind to, you know, believe whatever it is you want to believe. So do would you say that you ever had an experience where you felt spiritual growth and how has that shaped you today? Oh, goodness. Spiritual growth for me has been such a absolutely long journey. It's been so long that it started from childhood. 
Um, I've always been like I grew up in a Christian based family um, uh, and they were spiritual in that way. And so I grew up that way, too. I grew up Christian um, and everything. And I had so many questions to the point to where, like I told you earlier, I'm super curious, very curious. And those questions weren't being answered um, in the way that made sense to me. So I went out and I explored different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I learned about different religions. And I know spiritual isn't like religious, but I, this is how it started for me. And so um, I went out and I explored different religions. And in exploring different religions, I go, I get to the Nation of Islam. Um, I get to Buddhism. Um, I get to uh, Rastafarian. And then I noticed that all of these things are doing the exact, in essence, the exact same exactly, thing. Exactly, yes. Everybody's trying to do the exact same thing. But my, my thought was who is right and who is wrong. And since that idea never was answered, like who is right and who is wrong, I decided to just go with my feeling and just go with what was best um, for me. And so I realized that I can take bits and pieces of everyone's. I can incorporate all of these different things. So that led me on a journey of doing different things like yoga. You know, we practice yoga and yoga is something that is, a, I, don't don't quote me, but it's a, it's a different, it's of a different religion with Buddhism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we practice, I came across meditation. Meditation isn't Christian based, but for some reason, a lot of people are telling us to learn how to meditate, but that is of, of somebody's different, you know, yes. religion. that's their practice. So we're using these practices because they are good for wellness overall wellness with your mind with your body it, it connects the mind and the body you know and it brings it into one it, it makes it it makes it whole again yes. and in, in my mind what's wrong about that you know so i, I i'm a free spirit spirituality I, I don't i don't belong to any religion i love but that I do, yeah. I do practice the different things that i feel like will be really good for the overall health and wellness and growth and sustainability of me as a person and as my uh, and for my family coming up and so for spirituality some of the things that i do i know I, you mentioned i heard you mention like grounding and everything i'm telling you mindfulness and that's one of the things that you know um germination speaks about a lot mindfulness learning how to be mindful is so easy it's so easy but it seems hard because we're so stressed explain a little bit what's mindfulness for people who don't know oh okay so <laughs> mindful <laughs> okay now i'm not gonna give you no webster definition or no google definition but mindfulness in my own words is just the state of being in the moment and being super laser focused on the present. So when I say something like just focus in on that wall, that beige wall right behind yeah. you, and then listen to what you're hearing around you. If your is your air conditioner going off? Do you hear any sounds? Do you feel the ground beneath you know beneath your feet? Are you feeling your chair? You know, is your are you feeling like feel your skin and and it going deeper and deeper? Yes, and deeper. Yeah. Um, and starting off with things like just for five minutes, even three minutes. And I heard you say this before in your podcast, like it's not just three minutes is when you're doing it, it's the compound effect. It's going to have a positive effect on your life because what it does is it just gets you out of the state of stress. Out of the state of stress. 
it's going to be beneficial and coming into the now not thinking about the future not thinking about the past but just being super here right now i have this glass right in here in front of me you know i got this computer in front of me that's being mindful being mindful of your thoughts these thoughts are going across my mind right now but i don't have to act i can just be the observer of my thoughts i can just kind of watch them go by and what we do is sometimes we pick and choose which thought we want to we want to act upon but just know that you're always the the observer you're always the person that chooses with what you want to act upon this is why we are in control of ourselves and not others <laughs> you know so that's a that's a little bit breakdown that was long-winded but hey <laughs> i love how you explain it though because that's exactly what mindfulness is and even just um taking out like you said that three minutes that you take to just do that um exercise it, you might look at it as oh it's three minutes and a lot of people confuse meditation because we feel like meditation is um and you know you have to be so still you're not exactly nothing that's not what meditation is. Meditation is essentially you you clearing your mind of the thoughts. Mm -hmm. But that's when the, that's when you start thinking the most. When you're meditating is when those thoughts start thinking the most. So exactly. when you take that time to, you know, you, you take that time to acknowledge those thoughts. Like, oh, I'm thinking this right now. Okay, why why, you know, why am I thinking this? Where could it be coming from? You know, and then you lay it to rest and maybe move on. Maybe another thought might come up. Or another thought, or another yes. thought. Keep, you know, acknowledging these thoughts and keep paying attention to them and, you know, figuring out why you're thinking them because you're thinking them for a reason. Exactly. Your mind is just not, you know what I'm saying, not thinking them. So I love um, how you explain what mindfulness is. And I feel like in order to be mindful, you have to do it purposefully. Yes. You have to be willing to want to do it. So do you believe that all people have the power to change and grow or do you feel like some people just can't grow or change yeah that's so funny to ask me that oh my goodness okay because i'm i'm kind of a little bit on, on a split side of that right now okay okay. okay so one thing that um me and my man um me shout out to cozy i love him so much but one thing we always talking we always doing deep talks and stuff like that and one of the things that he talked about uh, talks about a lot is being a civilized person so being a civilized okay. person is i believe that they have the ability to change and to grow and to you know be you know good citizens of the world be good humans and develop at their own at their own space everyone has their own models of the world people live their life according to whatever they got going on their perceptions their yes. experiences yes. their wisdom whatever they was uh, uh anything people have their own models of the world and i fully respect that because I, and I don't have to. I don't have to hate them for that. That's not my life. I ain't do nothing with them. I don't know you. I don't know nothing. All I know is that you are you. You're a human, and it's my responsibility to be a good human, civilized, and respect you, and do the things that I need to do as a person, as a good person, to do that. So I believe that everyone has the opportunity to change, Even, no matter what they've been through. If they feel like they've been to the bottom of the bottom, like to the to the lowest points, I've seen so many addicts. You know, people that go yeah. through. Uh, people come overcome so many things. So I believe that everyone. Has has the every civilized person has the ability to grow and to change now as far as like uncivilized uncivilized people uh those people who really mean no good those evil people you know it's it's a difference um i see it as i kind of it's it's uncivilized it's savage and i don't believe that they have the opera i don't i just don't believe that they you know can change and grow because they are so conditioned a certain type of way that they are have you ever read that book, The Five Levels of Attachments? 
I have actually. So the yes. connect, there's a level that he speaks about in that book that's fanaticism, and yeah. that's basically mm-hmm. when you just will you are like a diehard fan of something. You you live by your beliefs. Nothing changing your beliefs. You you doing it just you know just like those people who put those in, in other countries in other countries who put those bombs on their chest because they feel like they're yeah, you know, protecting yeah. the world so they're mm-hmm. willing, willing to sacrifice their life now to other people that might be like why would you do right. that in yeah. war or something like that but to them they're being honorable they're being respectable they're taking up for their they're you know, standing their by people. what they believe in yeah. you know it, even it, it, fanaticism can go so far even some people who believe in religions fanaticism is so deep and i do believe that people who are like uncivilized evil they have like this fanaticism for whatever it is that's like not good evil savage that's like kind of like yeah. or something I, it's like this fanaticism with this obsessiveness with it and i don't think that they have the ability i don't i just don't think that they're going to change to be a good person i just think them are the stranger danger people so if you was so you know being a mindful mindful coach and um a mindset coach and stuff like that if I was to come to you as your, um, you know, client, and I said, I want to change right now. I, I don't like what I'm doing. I don't like where I'm in my life. I feel like I have no purpose, and I want to change. What advice would you give to me, you know, to, um, you know, to help me to change? What advice would you give me um, so that I can be able to make the necessary change in my life? I love that you asked this question and I would love to just start off by saying as a life coach, as a mindset coach, I wouldn't even give advice. Um, The best thing that I would do is that I would just start to ask you some questions. Um, I will start to ask you perfect, deep questions, powerful questions. What is making you get to this state? Why are you at this state right now? You know, and I want you to really dig deep inside of you and just to uncover those answers for yourself. Um, because as a life coach, I don't, I, I, I don't have the answers. I'm just here to guide you. Um, but if I was to just give you advice as a regular person, you know, just Germany to Shamika, I'll be like, you'd be like, I'm ready to change. I'm ready to do something advice I, I girl yes do that and make sure that when you do that you really you really take inventory of your environment and environment has been coming up a lot for me lately and mm-hmm. environment matters so much when it comes to your being ready to change when you are ready to change and you're ready to grow you're going to start looking at your the people that are in your life, like your loved ones, your friend, the people yeah. you call your friends, even the, your job. Like if you have a nine to five job or a corporate job, you know, you have to start taking inventory and figure out what's feeding you and what's not. You know, that's like probably one of the the this, one of the first things that I would say, like as advice. And whatever is not feeding you, start trying to figure out ways to to limit your time in those areas or if you can't limit your time like if like for example if you need your job and your job is time yeah, to yeah. quit your mm-hmm. job yeah one of the things that you can do is just to replant start feeding yourself the change that you want so if you want to you know be you want to learn how to do something just start just pick up a self-help book 
um i would say you can you can go to those t facebook groups you know there are people out here at first in the beginning i didn't think nobody was thinking like me or wanting to grow like me because everybody in my environment kind of didn't want to do that or weren't talking about it but then i just kind of randomly i was really proactive about finding people who were talking about the things that i was talking about um and engaging in conversation talking to them doing those things reading the books listening to the podcast leaving the reviews just engaging because i wanted to kind of get that get that that nudge so if i was to tell that would be my advice to just step out there and to just step out there in the area that you want to grow in that you want to change in and get your feet wet i think that's a good some good advice get your feet wet with the change that you are ready to implement i love that and yeah. uh, just on the fact that this podcast is geared towards like i've always said black and brown community and it's be and it's mainly because you don't see like you said a lot of people around you didn't want to change and i'm pretty sure most of the people around you are either black or brown or of the african-american race and a lot of us are not willing to change we don't want change because we're comfortable mm -hmm. we get comfortable in the state that we in and we don't believe that you know it was instilled in our brains so much that we can't change. We can't be anything better than what we are right now. And, you know, what we have is what we have. This is it. And I feel like that's a lot of uh, what, you know, holds the community back is that we are not realizing that we have the power to change. And, it, you know, it, it, all it takes is one person to tell one little girl, yeah. you know, or one little boy, you know, hey, you could change. You could do whatever you want to do. And, you, we will see that necessary change within the community. We will see, but if we continue to be stuck in our ways, then that's how, you know, things don't, we don't really get anywhere or we don't move. So um, have you ever noticed like a pivotal moment in your life where you've changed or, you know, has there ever been anybody in your life who has given you advice or who have anybody in Pozan who has been, you know, what, what do I want to say? accountable who you can say actually helped you grow or, and change oh honey man i love your questions like your questions <laughs> amazing i like i love them i love being able to get to the like these deep levels okay so a pivotal moment in my life when i changed i would okay i would fully say that pivotal moment of a time that i changed is when i got pregnant with my first son it was okay now yeah. i always was this uh, Martin Luther King. Everybody who knows me know I'm inspired by Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, mm -hmm. and Michael Jackson. I look oh Prince, I but Prince too, but not in the same way. Like, but Michael yeah, X, yeah, <laughs> King and Malcolm X by Marley too. I love them. I love them so absolutely much because they that Martin Luther King instilled in me a dream. He instilled in me that it's okay for me to have the dream. And I know that might sound so cliche um, and everything. Oh, that just gave me goosebumps. But, like, I, but I, <laughs> the dreaming of it, I just love to dream. I love it. I'm such a kid. I'm such a child when it comes to dreaming and, like, imagining. And that's what Michael Jackson taught me, that the it's, children are so precious. They have these imaginations yes. that are just beyond sometimes things that even adults 
you know, can even, you know, comprehend. But it was funny because we were children, so we still have that in us. But a lot of people aren't tapped into that. I don't want to exactly. lose that. I don't want to lose that. And Michael Jackson teaches us to keep that part of ourselves. I love Michael Jackson. I love Malcolm X because he gives me that conviction, you know, that, you know, by any means necessary, I need to do the things that I, I need to not give up. By any means necessary, I need to achieve my dreams. By any means necessary, I need to remain lighthearted and pure-hearted. And I need to remain in that, that mindset that I can have my dream. I can, it can happen for me. It happens for so many people. Beyonce, every anybody that you idolize and you see that their life and you're like, oh man, I love them because they this, this, this. They were just regular people like me and you. They yeah. they they started yeah. from levels that you know we didn't see, but they that happened for them. So that means that it can happen for me too. And I can have my dream and I can have my cake and eat it too. I can have my okay. <laughs> my dream. My dream don't always gotta be left as a I want it to be left as a legacy, but it don't always gotta be yeah. something that's like Oh, I'm not gonna get a chance to see my dream in fruition, but my children know are. I want to be able to see my dream in fruition. I don't. I don't. I, I mean, if I'm not, you know, like then I'm fine with that. But I want to be able to see. I want to be able to experience. Yeah. You know, and so those are so a pivotal the pivotal moment. Those are my inspiration. Those are my inspirations behind all, all of my life growing up before I had children. When I had children, when I when I got pregnant with my son, it. It was the Malcolm X. It was the con it was the conviction. It was the like you have a child to take care of. You have a another. It wasn't even just a child. You have another human to raise. One day he's gonna grow up and he's gonna be a, a regular person. I, it's my responsibility. Yeah. That was like the biggest responsibility in my entire life, and I take so much pride in being a mom, and and, and it, and it, it motivates that. me so much. So they were my first, and I ended up having my daughter, and that was another level of motivation, because now another woman going to be in this world, you know, like, so I'm, that was a pivotal moment in change that started that, all right, I'm going to walk to work if I don't have a car. I don't care if it's snowing. I'm about to put on five layers of clothes and take my butt to school so I can learn this degree. I can get paid more, and I can I can um and then I can uh, advance in that career. And what I'm doing now as my job, I'm a pharmacy technician. But that started yeah. as me when I was pregnant with my son. I I initially thought you got to make more money. The only way you can do it is if you make more money, and then more money will be able to get you the things that you need, so that you can eventually get out of this state of this state of living, this survival mode, and you can reach into other things. I'm my son is twelve years old. I am just now ready to kind of jump over to that next level. I'm in another middle space. I'm in another transitional space that is about to be pivotal for my next level. And those are important. Yeah, you know. So, but but th that was a that was a pivotal change. I'm sorry, I keep being long winded, but this stuff is motivation. You're good. I love it. Like, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so I love how you mentioned that you know you made it happen you a lot of people don't do that mm -hmm. a lot of women there's a lot of women and don't get me wrong i don't have kids so i don't know how it is to have a child or anything like that but i feel like a lot of us don't fight for our children the way we need to mm. we don't fight for ourselves in order to fight for our children either mm -hmm. the way we need to yeah. because in order to fight for your kids you have to be able to fight for yourself you have to be willing and wanting to make it happen mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like a lot. We don't see that a lot. We don't see a lot of um, people. And, and regardless, if we do fight for our kids, 
We don't fight for them in the way that they need us to. We don't fight for the for their feelings. We don't fight for the emotions. We don't fight for none of that. Yes. And <laughs> I promise. That, I was just that's explaining important. this to my daddy. I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you. I was just explaining this. I was just explaining this to my daddy earlier today. I just said it to him. I said, We 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 don't we don't teach, we don't learn about emotions. We don't learn yes. how to show up. We don't learn how to nurture that part. When we're parenting mm-hmm. our children, we're only thinking about parenting them in discipline in certain ways. Yeah. Like, making sure you're, you're raised like this, this, this. But then what about when they got to go into their room and they got to experience the emotion of whatever it was, like the day, the bullying, I don't know, uh, something that they felt. Maybe they're going through puberty. I don't know. But emotions, they go through emotions that just get, untreated unlift like yeah. left alone nobody really nobody taught me about my emotions growing up and i love I, I, I can see the same yeah like nobody taught yeah. me so guess what i had to do learn that's i'm so exactly. curious i'm so curious i had to learn because yeah. nobody taught me but i only had the drive to learn because i had children exactly yeah and that's why i feel like it's so pivotal and to growth because it really starts with the kids you know it starts with them and by honestly i feel like i probably would have been not to say that i'm not grateful for my experiences and all of that but i probably would have been way different if i had knew how to express myself if i had knew how to communicate you know knew how to channel my emotions and to address my emotions and stuff like that and that's where a lot of build up ends up happening when people try to grow because it's like we you growing on top of a building block that's that's already built you build that block you know what i'm saying and now i'm trying to grow on top of that i'm growing on a foundation and it's it's kind of like i'm carrying a baggage uh, and I'm, I'm taking my baggage and that leads to burnout because you're trying to learn a whole new state that you don't know so that leads to my other question i was listening to your podcast um episode 19 um and you talked about burnout um, so I know you've experienced burnout yourself and even being as a mom, I'm pretty sure you experienced burnout. Can you explain a little bit about, um, you know, how you've experienced burnout and how have that, um, inhibit your growth? Burnout is some, one of those things that I can't stand. I can't stand burnout. Every time I experience it, I'll be like, dang it, how did I get here again? Yeah. <laughs> what did I do? Like, how did I get here again? And burnout for me. Okay. Burnout for me comes from oh I'm okay I'm such an energizer buddy when I say I'm a such I'm a I am an energizer buddy yeah like I do a lot of stuff I'm a multitasker so one of the things you know I know you know a little bit about it but human design um I learned mm-hmm. about my human design and I'm a manifested generator and what I what I am here to like what my design how I'm designed is I multitask. I do so many different things. I work on, and I said this earlier, I was trying to do finances, career, parenting, personal growth. I was trying to do everything like at one time and I wasn't giving myself a break. I ain't gonna say break. I wasn't replenishing myself. Like I didn't have systems in place to help me to get my energy back once I burned it all out. Um, Yeah. And then that bled into other areas like my uh, my uh, diet, like drinking water is a big thing and eating certain like the nutritious food, like you said earlier, too, like a lot of the other things. And I'm going to just be honest, the self-love piece of it um, was a part that I was actually lacking in, like with paying attention to, even though I was yeah. doing all of the learning and stuff, the self-love. And I didn't realize I was doing this now. 
it was just it was just happening as I was just so over like just trying to focus on other stuff. You know how you get so hyper focused, you kind of don't do other things, and even though you get yeah. signs from your body, um, you just ignore them. So burnout to me is almost kind of like it, in, in um, what do you call it? Like abandoning self, like a rep- like over the time you have been abandoning yourself. You haven't been replenished. I like how you said that. Yeah, you haven't been replenished. I haven't. I didn't replenish myself. Um, even though I was replenishing myself, even though I was reading the self-help material, I wasn't even ingesting it. I wasn't even digesting it because I wasn't, I wasn't there. I wasn't in the space to digest it because of so many other areas in my life was already overwhelmed. And I didn't take the proper inventory of myself. I wasn't self-aware. I wasn't uh, being self-aware enough in those moments to be like, okay, Germany, uh, right now you're kind of getting overwhelmed and it's time to kind of, you know, ground yourself, bring yourself back into the now, kind of just take a break from social media, take a break from talking to certain people that are maybe taking away your energy or, you know, you might be getting drained from. By the way, I'm an extrovert. I get energized I'm, I get energized from people, so when I really yes. people are taking my like when I feel like I'm getting drunk, and I give my energy yes. to people, yes. Ooh, like I, 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 I'm that. always giving it. I'm I give yes. it so much to where, and I told somebody yes. this, they be like, oh, how can you be so you know introverted? Because I'm I'm really an ambervert. Like you know, I need yeah. to be, but when I come home, because and you can relate to this because you're HSP uh, HSP too. I need like a week of recuperation. Time. <laughs> Like, give me my time. I need, like, I need, to rest. I need about a month. Just give me a month. Like, <laughs> I need, I'm gonna go out for one night for three hours. Give me a month. <laughs> yes, yes. I just need to recuperate, yes. you know. So, but when I realized that I wasn't doing that month or week uh, recuperation for how I am as a per- person, I, re- I wasn't giving myself. I wasn't just giving myself the pro- proper nutrition, the proper uh, rest, the proper um, attention, um, and I can just say that that was I was I was operating in a form almost of self hate, and I don't want to use it that extreme, but it's just kind of op- just not exercising self love um, because I just felt like I can take it, I can deal with it, I have a lot of energy, I don't got a lot of energy, <laughs> I don't have a lot of energy, and when. <laughs> Cause when that energy is yes. done, that's it. That's all you get. Oh my goodness! And being in the light, the the industry of being a life coach, and like dealing with the energy aspect of being a life coach, and taking on, I already take on people's energy, and being a life coach, and people coming with their problems. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I have to learn. I had to learn to be like, I'm finna just lay in the bed. I'm finna just you know relax in a tub, get some Epsom salt. You know what? I'm finna just play some binary, uh, some binaural beats, some solfeggio, some frequencies. I'm finna just listen to some singing bowls. You talked about this too. You love singing bowls. We did love that one time. Love I have them. a singing yeah. bowl. I just kind of tune. I I really tune in now. When I'm getting overwhelmed, I stop. Yeah. I stop now because I, I I learned my lesson twice this year. I've experienced burnout. It's June. Was it June? I've already experienced it twice. It's not good to burn out over and over. It's not good it's stressful to your body it 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 the the things that you experience when you're stressed oh my goodness the hormones the digestive the good stuff the not having the energy the bones the joints like you you the, you just literally go you go down not just mentally from stress but 
physically too, emotionally too, spiritually too. And you're wondering why you're blowing up on your kids or you're blowing up at the people in your life. Yes. It's because you're so stressed, yes. but you're thinking you're stressed from work, which is possible. You are stressed from work, but then you're not doing anything to help alleviate that stress. You're not doing anything in your daily life in a, a one five minute routine every day to help just get you out of that state of stress for just some moments, you know, to help you do better. Mm-hmm. So I learned my lesson. Stress is a killer. It's like a silent killer. Very. And, 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 I, and I can't do it no more. <laughs> you know, the crazy part about that, when I really realized that stress was really bad, was I was in the hospital and I, I had chest pains and I didn't know where it was coming from. But I knew I was stressed out, but I was having chest pains, didn't know where it was coming from. They run all these tests and they were like, you know, yada, yada, yada. When it come down to it, they ask me, okay, maybe it's on a mental aspect. They start asking me questions about that. And they were like, we know what it is. You're so stressed out. You swelling the, you know, um, your, like your organs and stuff that's around your heart, your muscles and all of that. And it can't hit me like, maybe I am too stressed out. You know what I mean? Like maybe I, I am taking on too much. Maybe, you know, um, this is a lot for me. And I feel like as an HSP, we have a hard time dealing with that because like you said, I have a lot of energy. I feel like I am on a verge of both where I have so much energy that I am constantly giving, giving, giving. And I feel like I'm the friend that people come to. I'm that friend that people come to when they need advice. I'm that friend that people come to when they need help or something. You know, even just my family members, I'm that person for them. And that's another thing with um, black women and brown women. We condition to believe that we have to help everybody we so conditioned to believe that you know this is my job i have to help this person i have to you know what i'm saying and you put yourself on the back burner that you you we do it so much times and we we don't realize that is that's why you know that's us like you say it's a silent killer stress is a silent killer that's why we have so much problems when it comes down to and we carry stress in our body we when when we say that we are pain we having pain or you know stuff like that we carry an that in our body so um just a little bit on that i feel like we tend to take stress literally and we hold on to it and we try to help everybody when in reality we can't do that it is definitely a problem and especially with mental health we don't believe that mental health can have an effect on how we you know react and how we and we always said, oh, I'm fine and stuff like that. When really, in reality, you know, that's depression, baby. That's anxiety. That's, you know, that's that's your mental health, you know, and we got to focus on that. So I feel like um, that is something that we as women, we as black women need to focus on. And you talked a little bit about um, your mindset and framing your mind and stuff like that. Can you tell us a little bit about rewind rewind your mind and how that helps with the growth growth process okay rewind your mind i love that you asked this question because it's actually exactly what i'm learning about right now and i'm i'm, I'm so deeply dived into reprogramming the mind mm-hmm. um, because once i learned that we are in control of a lot of the things like how we live our life our desires what we see and stuff it just took me into a level of wanting to learn more and then that just led me to the aspect of subconscious mind and conscious mind and a lot of the old programs that we run in our sub in our subconscious mind have been planted there just 
over time. So we subconsciously do things because they are automatic. And so certain things are automatic. Like, let's just say you might be procrastinating because procrastination, I I just learned, is actually a symptom of anxiety. Um, And it's weird to to put it like that because it's like, what are you so anxious about or what don't you want to do that is causing you, like what you said, to be in an, like to be procrastinating, like what are you fearing? Um, And a lot of times these habits that we run in ourselves are honestly, and I, and I would say emotional um, because the fact that if you're feeling a certain way, that's an old feeling, let's just say trauma, right? You are traumatized over and over by your uh, by a drinking mom. Let's just say something. She, your mom was drinking and she was super toxic. And every single time you know someone uh, drinks around you or does this, it's like it triggers something in your mind about yeah. those past memories of your mom. You know, drinking and stuff, and it, and it led so many traumatic experiences to use to itself. And so what happens is like that just follows you so far into life that it starts to affect your relationships. And now like you're conditioned by the trauma, you're conditioned by Mm -hmm. what didn't even, what didn't get worked out, you know, nothing, nothing, it wasn't healed anything, but you're being conditioned with that. And it can go into other things like habits. You're in the habit of praying every morning because you kind of just did that, you know, and your mind automatically prays because you're in the habit. So when it comes to reprogramming, reprogramming our subconscious mind so i learned that we take in two million bits of information we take it all in through our senses you know sight smell touch and taste and there's another one feel and we take all of these things in but our minds can only consciously literally like encode seven point bits of 126 of it that we actually take in we're taking in 100 the two we taking in two billion from all types of ways we're only deleting, generalizing, and distorting 126 of that information, and then we're digesting like seven plus or minus the rest. So whatever is more pressing in your life is what you're going to focus on. Let's just say, for example, you get a car, and this car is a white Tesla. Now you see white Teslas everywhere, but that's because your mind, your your mind is focusing on things. So when I thought about that, I'm thinking like, oh, so it's almost kind of like running a program running a computer running operations in your mind so if i can get around things that is feeding me and reprogramming my mind and like like i said earlier about i kept feeding myself podcasts i kept feeding myself books (laughs) um i kept feeding myself listening to motivational speeches and stuff like that i kept feeding myself that because what happened was when i got into different areas i could speak about those things and then i can just incorporate those things in my life reprogramming your mind does not happen overnight you don't just get it overnight it happens over time it's a it's a habit and the programs end up running in your mind after you put that in your face and you stop deleting and and, and, and generalizing it but what happens is that we have this thing called a critical faculty it's like a bullshit meter where it's like you bullshitting you not a millionaire you keep like affirmations this is where affirmations have a little bit of trouble because it's like you're not a millionaire. You keep telling I am a millionaire. No, you're not. So I don't even try to keep telling yourself that you're a millionaire. But if you can say other things like, you know, um, I am yeah. going to be a millionaire by this day, or if you can be more realistic with 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 something that actually digs under that subconscious mind, you know, 
Um, I I made a hundred dollars more than what I made yesterday, and I'm proud of that. I'm I'm gonna make I'm gonna make two hundred more dollars this week than I did last week, and I'm gonna be two hundred dollars richer. It's more specific, and it makes more sense to your subconscious mind so that it can take it in more. And then what happens is you start seeing more opportunities to make more money, you know, and to, to attract more of that. And then it's just like. The opportunities open, the doors open, but you're not realizing that they're only opening because your mind is opening, your 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 focus is opening, your attention to those things is opening because of what has starting to be programmed into your mind. You're reprogramming and you're deconditioning and you're re unlearning and relearning and doing all that stuff, you know. So, boom, long answer. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I definitely enjoyed this conversation. Mm -hmm. That's about all the time we have for today. Um, like I said, I could go on about this forever. Girl, me too. And I could talk about this. We, we got another hour, though. We're not just playing. Yeah. <laughs> I could definitely talk to you about this um, topic forever. But I want to say thank you for joining me um, on this episode today and just touching on inner growth and even just being open with me and my audience on your growth and stuff like that. I really do appreciate it. And I will also... Um, Put your link to your podcast in the um, bio if anybody wants to, you know, watch your podcast as well. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And feel free to leave a comment on your thoughts and feelings on the topic discussed this week. Tap in with me on Instagram for weekly affirmations or just to let me know what topic you guys want to hear for next week. Talk to you guys later. And ladies, remember, always, always, always talk your shit, sis. <laughs>